Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. I'm being re-greeted, re-greeted. <laughs> Was that an echo? This morning's, at least morning is here, uh, Dharma talk is titled Radical, Radical? Radical with a question mark. And this is just a, a kind of talking about the same thing all the time, but this particular situation uh, using the word radical, <clears throat> which uh, comes, I think it's uh, radix is a Latin word. I, I think it is, I haven't read that in a while. It means a root. So roots is very primary, very fundamental, going to the, the foundation, going to the substrate of whatever this is. So we talk about it that way, radical meditation. That's basically what shikantaza is. And that's why when you do shikantaza, especially when you first start, it's, we feel kind of lost as far as what, what, is, what is this? What, there's no, there's no or traditional or a mundane sense of progress, particularly though you personally might, might experience, depending on your karma, whatever brought you into the path in the first place or uh, whatever was going on with you before you uh, decided to uh, study the, the Buddha Dharma, practice meditation. And of course, the other, the other word for radical is someone who is a, uh, a fanatical or extremist or or, you know, uh, ignoring the status quo and going to some other, or the, the conventional uh, wisdom, so to speak, and going to some kind of extreme. And uh, that may be appropriate. It may be appropriate to do that. It may be appropriate to call something that, but sometimes that whole area of going to the source of something, you could also say, well, what's more radical than roots? Well, a seed would be more radical than roots. But then again, that's tied into where did the seed come from? So then we, we get uh, lost or boxed in or uh, convoluted or in some way spinning around about, about, about. It takes us into an about situation. And what I'm saying here is, is be as radical as you can, even though you may not get feedback from whatever you're observing, looking at, studying, it may not may not uh, uh, come up with some kind of a oh I think yeah I think I think I'm getting this this whole emptiness thing I'm getting that no you're not you're not if the thinking process shows up as some kind of congratulation or result factor that's showing up probably you have some work to do and when I say that in our in our dynamic here I would say mind training uh, not only the awareness training of uh, shikantaza sit down, hold still, watch something that's not moving, receive, receive, receive. And insofar as you can, don't add or criticize or congratulate or correct or do nothing with it. Less is better. When I say less is better, of course, the word better is also has its own conventional uh, stumbling, stumbling blocks. So uh, fundamental or radical can also mean going to some some specific area or even text in our tradition would be if it's not in the Dhammapada, if it's, it's not in the uh, in the, the Agamas or the Majjhima Nikaya, the Digha Nikaya, the Samyutta Nikaya, and so on. If it's not in one of those, but it's one of these other 
uh, so-called Mahayana text, and it's not the words of the Buddha. Well, this is just a misunderstanding, and it's not wrong. It's not incorrect, it's just a misunderstanding. And what is misunderstood? What is this about? We want to help people. We want to help people deal with being a living being. That's the idea of save all beings, put others before yourself, which is just about impossible. Not only just about, it is impossible to do that. In two different directions. One is relatively it's impossible because we always think about me, me, me. And ultimately it's impossible because there isn't anyone else. So you're pretty much screwed. From the point of view of success or graduation or, or, or diploma or graduate degrees. And I, I don't want to do away with, with any of that. We need all that. We need, we, need, we need all of the different variations on that. But as meditators, you could uh, listen to this person. And, and when you go to the wall, it's like uh, Suzuki Roshi said uh, uh, back in the late 60s. And in his, uh, his book's book title was Zen Mind or Heart Mind, Beginner's Mind, Beginner's Mind. Every time you come to the cushion, totally new, starting over, starting over. And that's just a, a conventional way of encouraging you to not, not particularly add on or, or look for results. Not there, there might be some, but if they, if they show up, then uh, do nothing with them. Don't add on, don't push them away because I'm not supposed to look for results. Here comes some results, starting to feel better. I must be doing something wrong. Feeling better? That doesn't sound like something Sokazan would want me to do. Feel better. And you would be incorrect because I do want you to feel better. I just don't necessarily want you to do it by covering up what needs to be seen. And what needs to be seen? Our assumptions, our, our congratulations, our agreements about the relative nature of the mind, which looks like somebody that's getting somewhere or somebody who's not doing so well and is going down, getting worse, needs medication, needs meditation, needs, 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 want, want, desire, second noble truth, wanting things to be different than they are. So it's an interesting area when we say, when I say, Shikantaza is radical meditation. It's an interesting area because even that can't, can't, uh, won't show up as some kind of feeling of I'm, I'm there, I'm, I'm actually doing that. I, I, I'm actually at the root. She was on bowing. Does the root have any qualities or texture that we would be able to perceive? So at, from the point of view of the self-centeredness of the ego or the the hope for something better mentality and the fear of something worse, to put it very simply, uh, it will, if you're approaching uh, a, a, the fundamental situation in the consciousness, it will probably, there's no guarantee of anything because we still have relative situations coming and going, probably will be dark and uh, not necessarily be very pleasant. This doesn't mean it's going to be miserable or unpleasant, but the what happens when you, the, anything experiential begins to show up as not being too concerned with how you feel about it. In other words, it's about just receiving. Just receive. Everything is being given to you, shown to you, brought to you over and over and over, including your thought patterns and, and including the, the, the uh, tumbling around that happened uh, 300 years ago. In, in a consciousness that you are not separate from. 
maybe a past life, maybe a future life. More? Is the root of something an object or an endpoint? I think it's just a way of talking about some kind of beginning quality or some place where things uh, are coming from fundamentally. So fundamental, but rather not fundamentalist, which goes to a particular structure. And this is the only truth that we can relate to or have, uh, but rather than go uh, deeper than that. It's just, a, it's just a word that we use to get us to, to look, look more deeply, I, I think would be it's still a relative situation. Even deep and shallow are still relative. More? Relatively, is there something <clears throat> more helpful about the concept of deep than, yeah. than looking at the surface of something? Yeah, they're, they're not separate. They're not two different things, but it takes, you have to actually, you have to actually go into the area that you have resistance to, or you have objection to, or you, uh, which may show up in the form of actual resistance, may show up in, in a sense of actual fear, and it may show up as just some kind of an opinion about what that is, or some kind of uh, a congratulation about, I've got this, well, I understand that, or I already am doing this. How do we go deeper? If we just see the surface, just just proceed. Just look at the surface. The surface is depth, but it's only depth if unless you go into it conceptually and try to get some kind of feedback that you're going deeper. Then we get caught in the very nature of relative truth, which is relatively true, but ultimately uh, a lie, uh, unreal. Is it a returning, following? A returning? Yeah, it can be talked about that way. Yeah. How so? Pardon me. How so is it returning? It's a returning because you you've 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 left something to come into this realm, and you're going home. To put kind of a homely way of putting it, but it's powerful. Shoto. Shoto bowing. Um, I think a while back you talked about when we wake up. Um, in the morning, there is, I don't remember how you phrased it, something like that's more like our Buddha nature, and then we kind of re laminate things on top of that throughout the day. And that's when I notice I'm, I feel the worst right when I wake up. Is there something more honest about that yeah. initial depression? Yeah. Moon face Buddha, sun face Buddha, afternoon, moon face Buddha. No, no sun from no light from the sun yet. It's just a way of talking about it. It's it's not it's not really that corny. It's just it's just the sad, happy and sad. All thoughts vanish into emptiness, like the imprint of a bird on your bedroom ceiling. Are you the one that painted clouds on your ceiling to make yourself feel better? Yes, sir. What is it to radically feel better? No, 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 uh, no difference between feeling good and feeling bad. This doesn't mean that if you're, you have a horrible toothache and another time you're, 
you're receiving a lot of pleasure from maybe a massage or, or anything, or even sex or, or food that you really love or being around friends uh, or listening to a, to a joke or something where you just suddenly you're lightened up because of the uh, jokes are tend to be quite uh, oh, funny. Jokes are funny, most of them, except the ones I tell. More, that's good. good area to go into. Show going. How do we work with that discouragement on the path when it, at least in my experience, it just feels like I'm just more and more aware of how crappy I feel. It, it just that's how it feels. This is that's how the path feels. That's how it feels. And I'm not saying I'm not condemning you to anything, but whatever shows up, just look, just observe, just receive it. Whatever knocks on the door, whatever comes through the door, whatever flies through the window, receive, receive, receive. And and so far as you can. Don't conclude unless you do see yourself spontaneously concluding, then, then receive that. Give, give everything, give everything your attention, receive everything. And yeah, go ahead. Is um, sometimes you say, I don't care how you feel when we're caught up in our emotions. Yeah. Should we pay attention to how we feel? Yeah, yeah. You know, receive it. Don't shut it down, but don't add on to the feeling. Uh, as soon as you, as the texture of the feeling is difficult enough, but then we tend to go to something about the feeling. Well, it must be because, like I'm doing this every day. That's how I know about it. I do it all the time. So what's what's different? Why am I sitting here and you're sitting over there? What do you think that's about? Why couldn't you come up here and just say stuff? Is that rhetorical? Uh, is that uh, uh, is that Rhett Butler's full name? Rhetorical <laughs> Butler. Be careful! You're getting into really dangerous territory here. It's called insanity. <laughs> go ahead, please go ahead. I don't mean to discourage your question. It's a good question. <clears throat> I forgot where I was going, but I wondered if I, I should, <laughs> if it, you said don't it shut down on how you feel yeah. and, and notice it, but should I care? Well, you know, you can't hardly help but care. So it's, it's keep it as simple as radical. Keep it as radical as possible, which doesn't mean you manipulate or do anything, but just, just, just let that be what it is without any ideas or interpretations or commentary or book reports. Don't do any, don't do, don't abandon that. It's much more comfortable to contemplate. What is, what is the posture of the mudra in the West is what the Rodin's the thinker. I'm gonna figure this out. Uh, now that may work for some people, but it may work for a lot of people. It might take you out of the circularity of pain and pleasure, pain and pleasure, and put you into ignorance, which is much more comfortable. Not much is happening there for a while. Eight years, three months, two days, a whole lifetime of ignorance. Some people are shut down their whole life. The only way you can tell that they are shut down is they have some kind of activity that takes them out of that into a temporary opening. You could call it, you could call it a lot of things. I'll call it baseball. Not, not that I'm against baseball. I could call it uh, painting pictures. Don't misunderstand me. I'm not against any of that. I'm not very good at baseball, but I can be 
I could probably be encouraged to watch it if somebody would explain what it's about. And of course, painting. It's, painting is good. I didn't complete the, the response to your satisfaction. I can see by the look on your face. Go ahead, or I'm going to call on Shoto, and then we'll that'll, that'll end your. <laughs> huh? You got you got it. it. I start, I you have notes. Lost it, so. You can read Munoz's notes. No, these are way back. Oh, go ahead. So, what is it about stillness uh, or that lack of activity that brings our suffering to the forefront? I think it's just just because you're kind of if you don't do anything, this is a kind of an artificial way of uh, you could say or. The, not doing anything, you sit down and hold still, and then the awareness is watching all the things you can't control or all the things you can't hold still, can't, can't get a hold of it. So there's awareness about that movement. And so in that, if there's, if you've been pushing down, shoving away the difficulty, the, the suffering, the threat of whatever's happening in your life, then it's probably gonna be more and more evident, more than likely. But you don't have to, uh, uh, I don't have to maintain anything. I guess that's what I find. Just, just watch it. Just hang out. The only thing that there's any kind of a, an appearance of discipline is you're not moving. But you're, this is not moving. So body mind are not two different things. They just show up uh, differently. And one is in one kind of uh, frequency or vibration and very solid and dense in your ear. Body. Body. And the other four of the skandhas are more floating around. That's why they can continue after the body-mind goes back into the elements. More. So is that discomfort that appears when we stop moving dependent on our presumption of control? And that, and your karma, you know, what makes you uh, six feet five or whatever you are, makes you a male makes you kind of not very smart, but yeah, you think you're smart, I know that, so, but not actually very smart. Yeah. <laughs> Have I picked on other people lately? Come down. <laughs> awesome. Thank you yes, for the yes, opportunity, Don. Um, if we're thinking about something in, um, on the cushion in Shikantaza, yeah. Um, if we take an object of contemplation to the cushion, is that Shikantaza or is that no? No, it's it? contemplation, and I'm not against that. But I would do it situationally. There may be times where that's the only. Okay, you sit down in Shikantaza, you can't, you can't do it. You have to think about something or some process. That's totally appropriate, especially if you're already. Well, you live in a monastery, so you're doing a lot of sitting meditation. And so in that situation, that's a situational, a situational situation, uh, then I would say, yeah, you could, you could do that. It might be better to contemplate it uh, at a table, leaning back slightly with a cup of tea or something and a, and a legal pad and a pen. It might be better to contemplate it that way, to actually go, in it, in, go into it with some kind, of, uh, some kind of thinking quality that has a little bit more uh, piercing or vajra Kind of quality to it, uh, or, uh, I don't know, where, you, where you're actually doing instead of just kind of casually looking into it, which is Shikantaza is, is a setup for uh, doing nothing, but it's also a setup for seeing how much we do something. And if you're going to do something, then 
create a form, have a have a chair, have a table, have a, a pad, Re reflect on it, actually go into it, take it apart, if that's what you're asking me about. Yes. It, it is, you know, so, yes, sir. <clears throat> because I'm getting used to sitting so much in the monastery, I'm finding myself uh, when I look at the wall for the at the beginning of a set of uh, what am I going to think about this time? Um, you actually ask yourself that? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, every time? Not every time, but it has been coming up. How many times? I don't count, but a lot. Progress. <laughs> <laughs> so it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is awareness and what shows up and. Your mind stream or 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 Ondo's or Chazon or, or mine or anyone is just uh, don't add on. Uh, well, that must mean or that must mean to don't add on to don't do any math at all unless you're in a it's unless it's situational and you you you, you just spontaneously start doing that. But less is better, more radical, more root-like, more. So. If I've got something that's going around in my mind as a contemplation, and uh, how do I not push that away when I'm sitting? You might push it away. It's not about success, not about failure. It's always about awareness. And uh, the self-centeredness is tied up with some kind of activity of uh, pushing, pulling, shutting down the three poisons. So, and you can't discover uh, stillness. You can't discover silence. You, but you can stop separating yourself from it. This is called discipline. And it's not about, there, there's, there's not even a touch of control there other than walking into Zendo and noticing that's your cushion over there and sit. So there's a little bit of control going on, but not much once you sit down. Just anything that shows up is, is the path. Everything that shows up is the path as you personally with your karma with your with your with your upbringing your training your this this sangha this teacher any teacher you had before anything you've ever done is whatever shows up is the path may not look like it probably won't look at, like it if it does look like it you come and tell me about it i'd like to hear about that something that actually you know is the path go ahead you didn't get you have your notebook open <laughs> Undo. I wanted to ask, Ondabowling, I wanted to ask about, um, your, you say um, no maintenance, don't maintain anything. Mm -hmm. um, what is the difference between um, maintaining and um, not looking away? Probably? Notice that you're looking away. Notice that you're, whatever's showing up, you're, you're, you're doing a, a little about face there. Not, not, not real visible, you, it might do that quite a bit. Uh, someone who has no awareness practice, they don't even know they're turning away from the very thing that would tell them something uh, that's actually true and direct about their situation. They would rather go into some kind of an option that, that the ego mind has some say-so about, well, yeah, this thinks this is a good idea. Uh, I talked to Jim the other day, and this is something he did, so I'm being a little bit silly about it, but less is better. And this is why, this is why uh, the Buddha says, life is suffering. He did not say part-time. Realize that. To look at the Four Noble Truths. That's it. That is the Four Noble. The Four Noble Truths is is the teaching, including everything, including Tantra, including all of the practices of the, the Theravadins or the eighteen schools. Rebelling. 
um, with the talk title Radical. Um, you often say that we don't do this with the thinking process to do it with the awareness. What does it mean to go to the root with the awareness? Just receive. So it's just a, you're, it's like you're, to use a, a more literal metaphor, it's like you're, you're walking in a, in a woods and you, and you see a path. You could say it that way, the path of the Buddha's Dharma, and you see it, and it may be clear, it may be, it may go off in different directions. You may need to talk to somebody who walks on that path all the time, and is always everywhere on the path all at once, even though there's no, there is no onceness. You might have to do that. Buddha, Dharma, Sangha, teacher, teaching, and community. Those are so important. Go ahead. Is like contemplation or, or thinking about something different than doing something with the awareness? I think it's situational. So there might there might be times when you come in to do shikantaza, you sit down and all you do the whole time is just not necessarily daydream, but just ruminate about a particular thing in your life. This is not incorrect. Uh, none of it's incorrect if I would say anything and not to meditate. I might be asking, I say, well, yeah, that's probably not a good idea to just never train your mind and just buy into whatever karma is uh, uh, being coughed up in your from your uh, eighth, seventh and eighth consciousness and just well, however you feel, that's, that's the truth. We do this all the time. We're always using our feelings to to give us some kind of a reference point for what's up, what's down, what's right, what we should do, what we shouldn't do. Well, I don't feel like doing that. We reinforce it constantly. More? When, when we are coming out of that conditioning to act out of how we feel. Yes. And we start to feel bad. What, what keeps us going on the path? The vow. Uh, however you want to say it, be with all things. Whatever shows up, be with that. It's, don't object to it. Don't agree with it. Don't look away. Those are the three. And what you, in order to even do that, you have to receive what's there through, maybe through your through seeing, through smelling, tasting, hearing, touching. Maybe through thinking or a combination or interface between all of those in different ways. And just do nothing with it. Just you're actually looking. It's that's why it's called a, a mirror, because it looks like something else for a long time, and sometimes. Uh, when you are at the end of your rope, so to speak, and this, you're never going to see what this is. You've looked and you looked and you looked and you still don't see it. You still don't know because you're looking for a particular way of understanding. You're looking for your idea of realization rather than actual realization. Actual realization is not something else. More? Koza. Um, earlier, someone was asking about emotions, and you say don't explain it. But sometimes it seems like emotions and even a shadowy story come up together and then kind of quickly reinforce each other. Do we, is it, should we try to um, separate the story from the feeling? We're talking about what we call meditation or post meditation. Either way. Well, meditation should be kept pretty radical. Simple sit down, hold still, hang out there. I don't mean hang out too casually, because if you move your body slightly, uh, it's not separate from the mind. Uh, this is why uh, we sit symmetrical. And this is why in the uh, creation completion program, uh, um, 
practices uh, that we actually make gestures and so on and visualize certain kinds of images in order to have access to that part of the mind, excuse me, that is out of whack or out of balance to go back and work with that. That may be necessary, it may not. Other part of your question? I don't know if there were two parts, but that brought up another one. We were talking about some of the ritual stuff. Yes. Um, is, is there any time we should go into an, another mental practice like Maitri Bhavana or something like that if there's a story that is just pinned to a particular feeling? Yeah, situationally, yes, you could do that. Especially if you're 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 a monk, you live you're right now you're living in a monastery and you practice more than most, just because of this, the structure and the forms that are here. So I would say I wouldn't say that necessarily. It would be if 10 people all asked me that, then I would go with how I see them or what they've shared with me or how, what their basic issues are or how they're meditating, how much they're meditating. I have some students that meditate very little. This does not mean that they're not good students or aren't extremely serious about this path. But we don't know what they're dealing with. I don't know what anyone is dealing with, even if they tell me, because people people's confessions are always cover-ups. That's why they're both spelled with a C. You smile, so you must have heard me. Just a little test. Not that I'm testing. I don't do tests. <laughs> I just do study. Go ahead. Just to go into that further, it seems like sometimes the stories and the emotions are so habitually um, together. Yes. Will just observing that disassociate those? You could. You could because you're just wa watching it. Two dogs fighting. They're going to fight forever, but they might do something if you interfere. Maybe not a very good metaphor, but it's like that. Watch the energy that is tumbling around with, before you don't reach in unless you absolutely have to do that. As you heard me say over and over again, don't meddle with anyone. And also don't don't ignore them or well, I'm not, that's none of my business. Don't add on to say that's none of my business. Uh, it's a misunderstanding. Everything is your business. We're, we all we're responsible for everything. This is this is our world our human beings, our crazy people, our sane people, our homely people, our beautiful people, our black people, our white people. There are aliens. They're ours. They're separate from anything. Separated by all kinds of ideas, concepts. Further questions? Any questions? Kevin Bowing. Yes, go ahead, Kevin. Is, is maintenance a kind of warfare bowing? I think it can be because the very thing that we're, that needs to uh, crunch and creak and fall over and twist and kind of lean to one side or the other, uh, if we're doing it situationally, then there's more of a possibility that you're open to what is actually occurring relatively rather than try to paste it over or cover it up or, or build it back into some kind of a structure, which is basically the mundane path. I'm not saying this is uh, incorrect. Uh, I'm, I'm not saying that we, but it's being aware of that. Just like some uh, 
what's the one of the disciplines in the therapy is a cognitive behavioral therapy and the various techniques that are used to enter into that area and actually work with a specific situation. I'm all I'm very much in favor of those, and I'm I'm in favor of people going to having therapy if if that's what they want to do. Uh, besides meditation practice, so the maintenance, the modification of what's already what's showing up. It, it's interesting because if you see it really clearly, then you may step right into it based on what you're receiving. You also are going to need to receive your hand moving towards it or your body, body, speech and mind complex moving into that with, I think you should stop doing that. You, you may find yourself doing that or, or something like that, that to someone else may look very impulsive, but to you, uh, uh, you're not separating between uh, those uh, those definitions. There's no separation because it's 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 a dependently risen. It's an astonishing understanding. I highly recommend that you spend the whatever you have left of your life on understand this. Find out who this is. You don't need to be a student of mine. You don't have to, as I sometimes say, follow me anywhere. But you can consider it. <coughs> Further question, Kevin. I've been thinking in the more mundane world, politically, the way that there's been a lot of language around maintaining democracy. Yeah. Are there some things that need to be maintained or can we, yeah. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> well, I don't want to go too much into politics, but the, uh, the young poet, uh, the 22 year old poet that, uh, I don't recall uh, call her name, but uh, a couple of things she said there is a uh, uh, democracy is unfinished. <laughs> I thought that was pretty good. It never will be finished because it's a, it's a, has an organic kind of quality to it that is always including, always including, always appreciating. So it's a, as far as maintaining, uh, we could just kind of look at the, the maintenance project that's already been ha happening, like our laws, <laughs> so you look at those. But as far as may, uh, coming up with new laws like they did after 9-11, uh, just an insane uh, manipulative, uh, I don't know, stupidity that happened where suddenly nobody could travel anywhere. And you know, rather than look at the fundamental, rather than actually, and here I am going into the politics of it, which I don't really want to do, but rather than talk to the people who who had such a problem with, with what we're doing, rather than talking to them about it, communicate. If someone's mistreating you or, uh, you know, communicate with them. You can't force them to, but you could let them know that you're open to, opening to hear, open to hear what, what is happening. How does this look to you? You're not going to be able to uh, cooperate, let alone collaborate or even commiserate unless you unless you see fundamentally what uh, what uh, opposition is or what the abrasiveness is to that person who flies a plane into uh, the Twin Towers, you know, to take and just suddenly make a whole bunch of rules, just like, it's like uh, eight-year-olds in a playpen, only much worse. So more, more uh, receiving and less producing, more receive what's there. And then if you really are receiving what's here, what's there, what's in your mind, showing up, that phenomenon, what's throwing, uh, show, showing up in your household, in your family, in your relationship, in your society, your culture, and so on. If you really receive that, 
then you may be receiving in such a way that you see because you're receiving, you're not concluding. You, you really see that it's not time for you to do anything about it. Let, let somebody else point at you and say, you need to join our movement or you're not voting right. Or you're, you know what I'm saying. Just the, uh, the, the situation is such an incredible labyrinth of combinations and connections and, and things rising up and things going down that it's, uh, you're not, get, not going to be able to figure that out. It's, it's, it's unfigure outable. But what you can do is you, you can train your mind so that you, me, us, so we could see clearly what this is, liberate ourselves from the chains, from the, the bars, from the prison of our uh, uh, confusion. Michael Bowing. Yes, go ahead, please. Is it necessary to receive or look at our karma? Well, if you, uh, in, the, in the radical sense, since that's the word I'm using, in the radical sense, you have to make sure that the karma, what you're calling karma is radical instead of your idea about your life, your ideas about your life. This is not karma. Uh, this is not the receiving, uh, the actual seeing your uh what is it? Uh, um, um, Sanchita karma, I think, uh, is the is the the kind that actually comes up with this, like with these ears, with this particular uh, sexual orientation or body mind complex or intelligence level, comes out of dependent origination. Oh, mom and dad, and their mom and dad, and their mom and dad, and their mom and dad. Not only that, but all the cultural things that show up around each person around your father before you got here and how he was treated. All of that is coming together because it is dependently arisen. <laughs> and so as far as a karma, I would say yes, because karma means action. So watch the actions, but don't lay on top of them that it's necessarily my karma. The personhood uh, is, uh, shows up as personhood uh, in terms of karma cause and effect, but it is not the, the, the substrate of that or the fundamental pushing and pulling and up and down, back and forth. So if I understand your question uh, correctly, then I don't know. Any further questions uh, on the screen on Zoom? If you have them, please. Any in here? Yeah, well, the term radic radicalized seems to be popular in our yeah. mundane, as you just mentioned. Yeah, radicalized. Is, uh, is it possible for a Buddhist path or understanding to be radicalized in a destructive way? If you if uh, in the Buddhist path, if you think that your particular way or that your teacher or that your the particular way you're understanding the Buddha's Dharma is uh, is correct and other people are, or is, uh, uh, is, the, is the way. So in other words, 
we actually have the, we're at, at the root of the Buddhist teachings where these other people are, uh, they might say they're radical, they might say they're fundamentalist, they might say that they're, they're teaching out of the Buddhist Dharma. <laughs> More? I guess it ties into the word belief or believe. Yeah. Um, people in the political scene have made statements like nothing can make me believe that this wasn't true or that wasn't true. Yeah. And it seems like there can be an element of that in this, in this path. Is there a way we can tell when we are radicalized in a uh, negative sense? So, as you've heard me say many, many times, it's, it's only about the awareness, not about right and wrong or true or radical or, <laughs> or not so radical. Uh, it's, it's about the awareness. So it's going to show up situationally for each person. And so we, we need to respect. Uh, if you see someone who's confused about something, seems to be confused and operating out of that, if you're ever going to help anybody, you need to respect their confusion or what you're perceiving as their confusion. Uh, and, and you do that by respecting your own confusion. If you sit down and feel confused, this is the path. This, this, is, this is how, uh, uh, not chatted with the Buddha, but the way it looks is the Buddha saw not only his own confusion, but the confusion of the world. He saw what it was and he saw that that seeing of that was... Uh, Buddhahood. Nothing was separate anymore. So each one of us uh, practicing the Buddha's Dharma and studying with the, the teacher, the teaching and the community, uh, this is a structure so that we can, we can practice. And so we may, things may show up in the way that you've talked about a little bit there, but uh, it's all about awareness, not particularly getting rid of that or making sure that doesn't happen. I guess I'm thinking of how to maybe permeate something that seems so solid in our understanding. Um, it goes back to belief again. And maybe a form. If we believe that we have the right form, is there something to be done to intercede on that rightness that we feel so substantial it it looks as though it is just a matter of being aware uh, aware of that you're you're clamping down on something it's not about don't clamp down on it. it's why i say uh often say I'm not asking you to let go of anything just see what it is to let go of something can show up as as a, a, a misunderstanding that you've actually let go of something when you're when the way in which you're hanging on is just more hidden. And it will, just to use a uh, fancy word, it will contaminate everything else around it because it's still, it's still passion in, in the dark. So this is why it's, what I, that's why I say, often say, don't worry too much about how you feel. You might feel good, you might feel bad. You're probably going to do a little or a lot of both. Don't particularly go from that into some kind of a conclusion about what that must mean. And so as far as belief, you've heard me talk about that before. Don't When I say don't disbelieve, don't believe. That's true. Don't disbelieve. And don't shut down, ignore, distract yourself from anything. 
And uh, a lot of that practice has to do with seeing how it's just about impossible. And just about is an extra word. It's impossible to do that. So it's not about getting rid of that. It's just like if I were to say the Buddha, if I met him just before his awakening, and I were to say to him, well, just don't be confused. You don't have to awaken. You think he would listen to me? But even if I spoke in his language, he probably would say, you know, I really have to do this myself. Just leave me alone. <laughs> so I'm being silly, but I'm just saying the awakening is extremely simple and, and profound and vast. Not to, not to. It's, it's in front of you and it, there isn't any place you can look that you can't see it. It's a realization. It is a, and at the same time, it's a, a realization that is profound and vast. It's also just a, a tacit understanding of what this is. It's very simple. Click, it's just this. And seems to take a lot of work or a lot of uh, practice. Yuzan. How is the confusion of the world Buddha? Because you see it. Awareness. You see, and you're not separate from anything. You don't believe me. You don't have to believe me. This, and, and when this arises and you see, as Avalokiteshvara heard the suffering of the world, you, you see it, you hear it, you smell it, you taste it, you think it, you realize you're not separate from anything. And there's intense, intense suffering everywhere. Receive that. This is called compassion. Fancy word for something. We have no idea how to do that. You can't be compassionate. Someone says they're just trying to be compassionate. This means they're just feeling sorry for somebody or sympathizing, which is not wrong. Sure, you should do that. But that's coming out of self-centeredness. Wisdom is, is not only incredibly spacious, but incredibly full. Again, not too. Non-duality, simply put, more. What are we aware of or what are we receiving? When? I think you said that confusion of the world is Buddhahood because we are aware of it. Well, it was before you were aware of it, but you weren't aware of it. So that's why I have to do this. What do you want to know? And I'll, I'll approach it that way rather than uh, give me a, a Rhett Butler. How can confusion look like confusion and be Buddhahood? That's the only way it can do it. It's not two, it's non-dual, Advaita, not two. There's no two things anywhere. There's no Things are, are completely separated, but ultimately you can't get a you can't get an ultimate piece of paper between two ultimate separations. You can't. There's no space there because it's without space. Space is imputed just like time is invented, because we watch hands move. Unless you start watching numbers on a clock, and that's pretty confusing. There, I wouldn't do that. <laughs> Snicker, snicker. Did you? Question from Jackie. Jackie? Okay. Jackie. I think she might be in Kalamazoo. Okay. 
given our interconnectedness, do we have individual identity or is that just an illusion? So I don't use the word connectedness. Uh, it's more like not connected. We're not connected. Unless I shake your hand or bow to you or give you a hug or answer a question or ask you a question or some kind of relative connection. But fundamentally, we're not connected. We're completely sovereign. But we're not separate. So we're fundamentally not separate. It's even deeper and more vast and profound than a simple idea. Well, we're all one, we're all, no, that's a misunderstanding. That's uh, ego propaganda, trying to get everybody to cooperate based on what I think is a good idea or more. Read your question again. I feel like I left off some There was an either or question. That's part of it. Immediately, I just get swamped by the otherness of it. Given our interconnectedness, do we have individual identity or is that just an illusion? I'll address it the way you've asked it. And it may be helpful, may not be both. It's both uh, an illusion or it's, it's either or, either one. You could take either position and not be uh, particularly incorrect or correct. The important thing is the way I hear you asking what I, my, what I want to say to you is train your mind. Sit down, hold still, and, and train your mind to see clearly what this is, who you are, and is there interconnectedness? Are we separated or separate? Or what is this? Find out yourself. Don't believe anything I say. Don't believe anything anybody says. Don't ignore, but don't believe it. Go ahead. Don't you bowing? I think in your response, you said, Something about sovereignty, we're all completely sovereign? Yes. What What does that mean? It's, it's a way of talking about the singularity of consciousness without making it into a self, to someone who's having some feeling. It's sovereign. And it doesn't mean it isn't full of holes. I can go there if you can ask the question. There isn't anywhere I can't go. Pretty proud of that, aren't I? Junchi Bowing. Are there boundaries between the sovereignties? Yes. There are boundaries. There are boundaries everywhere. There are natural boundaries everywhere. That's why this is such an incredible, astonishing world that we just take for granted. Just go out and look at plants. Look at plants. The astonishing thing about it. Mind is mind is showing up in the form of green leaves. The mind is showing up in the form of this kotsu, mind is showing up. Everything is mind. There isn't anything it isn't, it isn't mind. Consciousness, consciousness, consciousness. Is a boundary a separation? It, it functions that way if it is, uh, if it is grasped, if it is if it's enforced. If it's natural, then it may, the boundary may show up for 15 minutes and it may dissipate. So if, if, you're, if you realize who you are, you won't mind what happens because you won't be separate from anything. Separated just doesn't mean you're aware of what's happening uh, 15 blocks away or in South Africa. I mean, it doesn't mean that you're so, so, somehow some kind of a 
you know, know everything that's happening. That's a misunderstanding of consciousness. We get trapped by the consciousness that is very limited, that even though you can see, smell, taste, touch, hear, think, and so on, you really don't have any say-so about this body. A little bit, I can raise my hand. I can't raise this one because it's sore. But I can, I can do stuff which continually reinforces the illusion that there's someone here doing something. But the fundamental situation is, as you've heard me say probably hundreds of times, you really don't have that much say-so about this body-mind complex. And it's good that you're not put in charge of it because you'd have difficulty continuing to maintain all the complications of that a living form needs to have. Like there's a, there's a sovereign quality to the body-mind, but, but you're not in charge of that. It's sovereign within its own discrete situation of body, speech, mind, organism that's been around for millions of years. Is it millions? Isn't it like two million human beings? I'm looking for some eyebrows to raise because that's probably the one that's going to correct me. <laughs> no. Well, no, you have pretty good eyebrows. <laughs> I, I pick on Ondo because she, her body language quite often is just eyebrows raising. How are you doing, Ondo? Hmm? <laughs> you want to make too big of it. <laughs> Kevin Bowling. Oh, sorry. Well, no, go ahead, Kevin. I can come back to Kozan on that. How can we discern natural boundaries from ones created by our preconceptions, bowing? It seems to be just a matter of rather than thinking it out and analyzing it or contracting it into some kind of a, um, process of, of investigating it conceptually, uh, like a crime scene something like that. It's, it's just, just be aware, just whatever's showing up, just receive however that shows up until you begin to see more deeply into that structure you're asking about. So there's the, the, what is missed is that there's someone there who wants something else, basic teaching of the Buddha. Here we are, we don't exactly like this, want this, and we want something else. So we rotate into otherness, grasping. Or, or we don't let, want to be put upon by that, so we push that away so we can maintain our singularity in the room, not being bothered by something. If I didn't, uh, if, if you would like to ask more about that, I'd be happy to respond to it. Kevin? Uh, that, that, that's helpful. I'm just thinking, you know, in terms of like the boundaries of a, of a country, when you're in an airplane, you can't see those, they're, they're made up and change, yes. and yet there's maybe uh, an, an intuited boundary that might show up for you in a particular dynamic that you maybe weren't even aware that you had as a policy. Well said, yes, well said. The more, the, the more you're aware and, uh, and are on receive, and the less you produce uh, based on uh, liking, not liking, good, bad, up, down, back and forth, passion, aggression, and ignorance. If you're, if you're proceeding out of that, then it's going to add to the circularity or the, the samsara. But if you're receiving and you only proceed or, or produce um, thoughts, uh, I mean, excuse me, words or thoughts or, or 
and so on. That's coming out of your clarity about the what is showing up as this uh, samsara. Then, then you're more to be maybe more uh, pictorial about it. You're more you're more like dancing with that phenomenon. You're, in other words, you're interacting in a way that has a sense of natural equi equilibrium because you're no longer picking and choosing. You're just functioning. And you'll notice if that starts to happen with you, you the ego mind will be very, very insecure in that area, depending on how many, how many chunks of ego are still floating, floating around in your seventh consciousness. So you, the feeling that's why the, as you meditate, to feel more and more insecure or unsure uh, about this is, uh, you know, it's... it's there's a, if there's a, um, a positive uh, thing to say about that, I would say that that's how it's going to feel because it is, it's a, it's a territory that when you're going towards the root or the, towards the fundamental aspect or quality of something, it's going to, going to be challenging. There's no security there in the conventional sense. So when you do in that area, you may find yourself functioning in a way that if you're able to do that and able to just watch how you're functioning rather than criticize it or, or imagine what other people are thinking about what you're saying, doing, what you're eating, what you're wearing, what, 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 what. That's where we quite often get put upon by other people's ideas, especially if they're scowling at us. We're just, we're functioning in it and then somebody's scowling at us. So what, what do we do? Do we how do you re receive a scowl from someone without jumping to a conclusion about that? You can't. You're going to jump to a conclusion, but just go to the conclusion also. Receive the conclusion, but don't add on your imprimatur. Like this is true. He thinks. He thinks. They think. Well, they're doing this, so therefore, people are doing this constantly. They just so much believe and trust and think about and and verify, reify, validate their thought patterns. And, and then the other way that people often do is they try to stop thinking, which is there's several teachers out there that try to help you stop thinking. Label thoughts, return to the breath is one of them. Not a good idea. I speak from experience. I did that for many, many years and taught it. And it is not incorrect. It is a particular way of teaching and I feel, looking back, it's a particular way of teaching when you have thousands and thousands of monks studying under you. Not a bad idea to do that. Don't you? One question from Flita. Flita. What persists when the scandals disperse? What is the sovereign sense there? Yeah, not separate. It's not you. You don't see anything that isn't that is something else, and it's not some kind of delightful. Oh my goodness! It's not some kind of a god realm or state of mind where you're blissed out or relatively kind of happy. Finally, and also being miserable. No, the 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 suffering, the pain, and the pleasure, the suffering, the success, the failure, all the relativity just collapses into what sovereign, just this, and it's not a. It's, it doesn't have any any status as any objective status. And here I am using relative words to talk or help you or support you so that you can see what it is that has been taught down through the centuries. And, and we're limited by it 
my limited ability to point that out. But it looks like I've got your attention right now. And if that goes away, I'll get really upset. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll say, where did they all go, you know? She's, and she'll say, well, you remember that one thing you said. I mean, people put up with you a lot, so on, but when you start talking like that, I could see that we weren't going to have to do this anymore. <laughs> so it is about you, uh, Flita. You need to, who's Flita, right? You know, Flita, you need to see it. You need to see it. And I've been talking to you for, what, 10, 10 12, 10, 15 years. You need to see it, sit down, hold still, watch the movement, do a lot of it. I know you already meditate a lot. Look, sit down and look at it and radicalize the whole situation. Sit down and just beginner's mind, no progress. Even though there are teachings of progress on the path, uh, the paramitas, uh, the 10 boomies, which includes the uh, paramitas, of course. There are ways, there are ways of talking about it. I'm not disagreeing with those. I'm just saying, you know, really, you can actually sit and look at your own mind and just notice the way you add, subtract, divide, push this down, fluff that up, take something that arises very simply and radically in your mind stream and change it into something else just by a commentary. <clears throat> and you can't stop doing that. But you, if you're aware of it, it's like I sometimes say, you don't have to let go of anything, but if you, if your awareness is uh, primary, not what arises in the awareness, the awareness, then you actually see the way you clutch, the way you hang on. You actually see the, they aren't necessarily fingers, but they're aspects of consciousness that are very difficult to see if you just look that you're hanging on and jump away from the hanging on into a conclusion about the hanging on and what kind of technique you can use to get rid of that clinging so you're a person who doesn't cling. This is the very nature, this is the very fuel of ego, wanting something else. That's why it's so damn hard to do. And if you do see, there's no guarantee, but if you do see that very clearly, because it's not getting any fuel from your resistance. It's not getting any fuel from your agreement. It's not getting any fuel from your looking away from something that is fundamentally not separate from you. Like it's some kind of illness you've got to get rid of. Then the, the warfare that is in that situation begins to collapse. No promises. It's just a description of how receiving, receiving, or receiving can, uh, you could say lead to, it's, it could be a, a, a radix or a radical kind of going towards the root of something. But a conclusion is not a root. I mean, a root is not a conclusion. Or is it? Lita says, I am thinking in death. And I can reread her original question. Okay. What persists when the scandals disperse? She said, I'm thinking in death. Death is an illusion. Don't believe a word I say. If you, if you, if you haven't realized this, then you're, it just means you're attached to this body-mind complex and you think that this is you and you're going to die. And yeah, your body's going to die. Of course it's going to die. Especially mine. I mean, I'm, I don't know how I've been here this long as it is. 
What's going on there? Maybe I'm eternal. You know, this is what ego actually thinks. It's not going to tell anybody that, but ego thinks it's going to live forever. And it's right in one sense and wrong in the other. The way in which it's right is it's correct. But in the way in which it's wrong, it's, it's incorrect. Go ahead. A question from Shane in Virginia. Better be a good one, Shane. Are emotions sovereign? Do emotions create stories about themselves? <clears throat> they probably do with you. But with the rest of us, we're free of that problem. So with respect to your question, I would say, I don't know if that would work in that area. The emotions don't have a, a discrete quality to it. They're the, the, the various kinds of spirals and, and aspects of emotion tend to mix with each other and with other things and so on in such a way that they don't have a, uh, you know, it's not like a block of chocolate. If I, if I didn't uh, respond to your question clearly, I'd be happy to respond to you if you want to rephrase it or paraphrase yourself. Do you have a question? No, it's, we could take one more. Take one more question, especially somebody who hasn't asked a question. Anyone here in the, is that no? no. Anyone uh, off in the dissonance? Susan. Are body, speech, and mind each sovereign in their own respect? Yes. Yeah. They have a have a kind of a separation. Just like fingernails. Just just all these parts, everything. It's just that they get together and team up on us. Is that a great way of saying it? Yeah. Like we've we teamed up and created a monastery, more or less, mostly more. So they have a discrete quality to them, yeah. So, but they, the way they work is they, they get fuel from each other. When one starts to get weaker, then the other one shows up with, uh, with the three poisons. Very interesting, it's very simply, it's pushing or aggression, pulling or passion and closing off or Ignorance. So those, those areas are very, and then there's all the nuances that happen uh, in that in that uh, rotation. Very interesting area. Okay. Dedicate the merit. In the merit of this penetrative to all places, so that we and every sentient being together can realize the Buddha's way. Buddhist Temple Monastery, our Sangha families, friends, and visitors.
heal everyone who is unhappy, sick, or suffering and fill them with light. Look at all those people. Nice to see all of you. I hope you all have a pleasant rest of the Sunday and and that everything goes perfect for you and you never have any more problems ever. <laughs>